On behalf of our prior general, Monsignor Jovac, I would like to wish you all a very blessed and happy feast of the most sacred heart of Jesus. Monsignor is not able to be with us this time because of the ongoing travel ban between most countries of Europe and the United States. However, he is very much united with us in spirit over this weekend in prayer at the foot of the altar, and he hopes to be able to visit the United States this fall in October. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Welcome home to Wausau. These reassuring words of welcome greet you as you drive into this city. Wausau is in the Diocese of La Crosse, the historic birthplace of the Institute of Christ the King in the United States. Thanks to the mid-1990s invitation of then Bishop Raymond Burke, a native son of this region. The Society of the Sacred Heart retreats, for which many of you have come from far and wide, is also a pilgrimage. You have come to honor Our Lady and the Christ Child in this beautiful mid-15th century statue, which dates from before Columbus discovered America. You are here at the feet of Mary Immaculate and of Christ the King. In most uncertain times for our world, in times most troubling for Catholics. Tonight you may feel tired and worn out. Worn out by news media from all sides. You may be troubled by anxiety, tempted by pessimism. You may even be discouraged by lack of progress in your own spiritual life. But as you pull yourself away from the world for this retreat weekend, I encourage you to focus on those powerful words from today's epistle. We have trust and access with confidence by faith in him. But how can we have confidence in such times as these for our church and for our world? Because confidence is a virtue often underestimated and sometimes misrepresented. Let us first turn to our patron, St. Thomas Aquinas. The word confidence takes its name from the Latin word fides. Fides, which means faith. With faith, our mind believes in the truth which God has told us about himself. The truth about our real purpose in life, which is our final destiny with him in heaven. With faith, we believe in his promise of eternal life. We take God's word for it. Because he is all-knowing and all-loving, he could never deceive us. Faith can be compared to the roots of a tree. Tree roots take nutrients out of the soil and use them to produce what is needed for the tree's growth. For our spiritual growth, God has given our souls the rich soil of his divine truth. We find this spiritual soil in Holy Scripture, in sacred tradition, that is, in the teachings of the church, which have come down to us through the preaching of the apostles, the writings of the popes, the saints, 
the fathers of the church also. So much rich soil for the growth of our spiritual roots. And so, do not let your soul starve, but be sure to spread out your spiritual roots. Grow in the knowledge of God, in your spiritual reading and catechism. Learn the lives of the saints. Spend time in Eucharistic adoration. Enthrone the sacred heart of Jesus in your home. Feed on all of this rich spiritual soil. Deepen your roots. Use this weekend to deepen your roots in God and to connect your roots more deeply with one another as a spiritual family. The more you absorb the supernatural, the better connected you are with one another in the communion of the saints and within the spiritual family of the Institute of Christ the King, then the better the spiritual roots will make your tree strong, straight, and stable. The stormy winds of life will blow, and they will bend the branches of your tree. You may be subject to the scorn of the faithful, of the unfaithful, to the ridicule of the faithless. And persecutions also will await us. Jesus already told us so. But if you learn and you exercise your faith in the supernatural, if you read St. Francis de Sales, St. Thomas, if you read the saints more than news commentaries, then you can be sure that the tree of your soul will remain firmly rooted in the ground and you will survive that storm. But if you do not make acts of faith, if you are more political than spiritual, more reactionary than religious. Your roots will be shallow. Your branches will die for lack of nourishment. Without deep roots, the tree will bear no fruits, but that tree will be uprooted by the storms of life, as sadly so many trees before us. This faith in God is basis for hope. Just as the roots of a tree develop the trunk, so does faith grow into hope, the second theological virtue. Hope makes us trust the God in whom we believe. We trust that God will be faithful to his promise. He will reward us with heaven, and he will give us a superabundance of means and helps we need to get there. Without God, we can do nothing. But with God, we can do every good thing He is expecting of us. Sometimes even good people do not make progress in their spiritual life because implicitly they are too self-willed. They don't want to listen. They are convinced that they know already. Sometimes these good people have a tendency to trust in their own efforts rather than in God's grace. And so the trunk of their tree will be stunted and, and undersized. There won't be much fruit. Only God's grace can give supernatural fruit to our human actions. 
But this hope is not just wishful thinking. No, hope needs to be perfected. Tree roots have to absorb lots of water so that the tree's trunk will grow thick, thick enough to sustain all the branches with their leaves and fruits. So does hope have to be strong, strong to the point that we call it confidence. Confidence is really a type of fortitude, St. Thomas tells us. Confidence means strong hope, strong hope that good will be attained despite the difficulties. Good will result without always knowing why or how or when. Confidence means strong hope, and that hope in the Lord will never let us down. Today we honor the Sacred Heart of Jesus as our source of confidence. A Lord revealed to St. Margaret Mary many promises for those who dedicate themselves to his Sacred Heart. I will give them all the graces necessary for their state of life. I will give peace to their families. I will console them in all their troubles. I will be their refuge in life and especially in death. What consoling promises our Lord has made to us. But how do we value them? Are we paying attention to all that our Lord wants to do for us? For such miracles of grace to happen in our lives, our Lord expects, and he has a right to expect, our faithful prayers, our daily sacrifices, works of charity each day. We will have much to suffer and much to offer up to his sacred heart. Let's remember that miracles of God's providence do not just appear out of thin air. Our Lord fed the 5,000. But first, the seven loaves and fish had to be gathered from among the people. They had to be generous. God will act in our life, but only if we cooperate. Confidence does not do away with our human efforts, but they go hand in hand. So in regards to the tree of your soul, don't allow the vines of earthly cares and human respect to choke the spiritual life out of your tree. Harmful insects can eat the tree out from the inside. So must we beware of vices, especially pride, but also anger, jealousy, gluttony, and impurity, which can eat away at our soul. If there is a branch which is spiritually sick, a bad habit, an, unhurt, an unhealthy relationship, a little pet inclination, well, cut off the bad branch. Cut it off before you give bad example to those people around you and contaminate their souls. The great patron of confidence is our St. Francis de Sales. To grow in confidence, he says, grow in gratitude. The same God who has always taken care of you, day after day, year after year, 
The same God will always provide for you in the future. And so, to be truly confident, be really grateful. Gratitude for the past will give you confidence for the future. Our patron tells us to avoid worry at all costs. How many times in the Gospels, Jesus says, Why are you afraid? Oh, you of little faith, do not let your hearts be troubled. Worry may be a sort of human reflex, but lingering worry is a form of distrust in God. So pray, trust in God, do what you can generously, and then don't worry. God is in total control, even if that may mean that according to his plan, our tree must be pruned, pruned so that it gives more fruit. And every trial and every difficulty, try to see how God is pruning the branches of your soul. It's hurtful, I know, but God is taking away from us all that is distracting in vain. God is purging us of the superfluous so that our, our branches grow straighter and healthier so that there will be more fruit. In such moments of trial, your patience, your loving endurance will bring more growth and more fruits in due time, in God's due time. And finally, to grow in confidence, you have to ask for it. Often repeat to yourself that prayer of the Good Father in the Gospel. Lord, I do believe, but help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Ask our Lord for confidence by repeating again and again that you trust in Him. Jesus, I trust in you. It's a declaration, but it's also a petition. Jesus, I trust in you. Keep a little card on your desk. Put it in your car to avoid road rage. Put it above the kitchen sink. Run the mirror in the bathroom. With those powerful words, Jesus, I trust in you. Turn often to Mary, the mother of confidence. Through the prayers of she who did not lose confidence, even at the foot of the cross and at the tomb of her son, where all seemed hopeless, Mary stood strong in the faith and she never lost hope, but is our model of confidence. Under her maternal mantle, you will arrive safe and sound in our heavenly homeland, there to enjoy forever, as one spiritual family, the everlasting joy and perfect peace, which God has promised to those who give him glory by having full confidence in his most sacred heart. So deepen your roots. Be generous with God and with one another. And ask Mary for the hope you need to persevere into the end. And each day pray faithfully, Jesus, I hope in thee. Jesus, I love thee. Most sacred heart of Jesus, I place all 
all my trust in thee. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.